everybody. Welcome to another Park Report podcast interview. This is Roy Avon. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Fates Warning are back with their 13th studio album out now on Metal Blade Records called Long Day, Good Night. Really pleased to welcome back to the show, singer Ray Alder. What's up, man? Nothing. How have you been? It's uh, been a little while since we spoke, I guess, last year. Yeah. Solo yeah. record, and uh, I guess a lot's changed since uh, since then. Yeah, yeah. You know, keeping busy at least, doing other things. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I'm fine, I guess. I'm just <laughs> are you home. still? Uh, are you still in Spain? That's that's where you used to live, right? I don't know. You're still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still here. The worst worst hit fucking european country go figure yeah. yeah they just imposed more lockdowns here it's a, a curfew from from midnight to 6 a.m now <clears throat> which wow. kind of screws everything up yeah um as far as even you know i don't give a shit about going to bars or restaurants i, I really don't care and, uh, i'm not affected by that at all but you know just even just going to see friends or sure. having friends over or something you know i guess if you're on the road it midnight or something they pull you over i don't know how it works we just we just like fuck it we went to a friend's house last weekend the night that they imposed the uh the curfew and we just left at 11 just so we can get home and, and normally this is spain so normally people hang out till three or four in the morning <clears throat> you know i mean not even drinking just, right right just, sure just, just normal just you know i remember when i first moved here i was like jesus christ i'm tired when are they leaving you know what's going on but it's fine you know and i i'm totally used to it now but you know being home at like 11 30 is like now what the hell are we gonna do (laughs) put a horror movie on yeah so other than that i mean but you guys uh uh yourself i mean you're doing okay otherwise health-wise everything i mean has it it affected you yeah yeah no one's no one's sick we're very cautious about you know washing your hands staying away from people you know just trying not to touch things and again we don't ride the metro my wife works from home now she's she's in fucking heaven man she loves it poor thing she used to get up at six in the morning um and take the metro to the center you know and then by the time she got home it was you know seven o'clock like she she just was miserable <clears throat> now it's you know she's she's home she's happy as hell everyone's here she gets to hear me sing all day poor thing but, <laughs> but uh yeah man it's been a, it's been a crazy time the, and the good thing which we say a lot on on all these interviews and podcasts we've been doing this year is like at least we have a a whole lot of music coming out from people <laughs> you know and that's yeah. been the fun part for for fans and for people like myself I've been, yeah, all these interviews I've been doing, I must have done, fuck, I don't know, 75 interviews already. And I keep saying that, you know, uh, one, if you want to call it positive thing out of this whole fucking mess is that it gives bands, since they can't tour, time to write, you know, like whether it's their band or side projects or, you know, solo albums or something, people have to make money you know this is uh, touring is 80 percent of our income you know and and not being able i mean i can't imagine most people not having a job for a year what the fuck are you gonna do you know like i i know you know just because of me being an american i know that a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck 
and younger people don't have a big savings and you know what you know i don't know what what the hell people can do if you're if you're out of work for a year most people are going to be screwed yeah <clears throat> you know and i i you know again like i'm working on projects as well now just you know just getting by i'm doing okay but can't just sit around and like I said, I think I said, I told you before, I can't sit around and play Xbox all day, even though I wish I could. <laughs> right. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, with, uh, so, so the Fates Warning album, the new album coming out, uh, <clears throat> Long Day, Good Night, um, out on Metal Blade, November 6th, so, uh, as we're talking, it's just a few days away. And yeah. uh, so was this album something that was already in the works was it due to come out this year or because of things it was it was brought up to this year i mean has it affected things for you in that way no i mean it was actually planned to come out this year that was the the whole entire plan like to have it out in 2020 fucking go out on the road as soon as it came out like when we did theories i think we were on tour in europe a day after it came out like that's how the yeah. plan was sort of to do that, you know, just keep the machine humming. But all this hit, and then pff, all those plans went out the window. So that was the plan to do that. So after the Queensryche tour, you know, Jim wasn't sure if he wanted to do another album, right. to be honest. And when you know, you know, we had talked a bit about it before. And then when we were on the Queensryche tour, he was like, "Well, are you gonna?" be able to work on it because he knew i was still like doing vocals for my solo album <clears throat> and i still had a few days left to record and i said yeah dude as soon as i'm done with the vocals i can get started writing like do you want to do it he goes yeah yeah let's do it let's do another album it's genius so that's when we had the plan let's just get it get it done we'll be out on the road summertime 2020 uh i mean um uh, the winter of 2020 hopefully like december we thought or November, and as we were writing the record, we just, you know, this whole thing started to hit, but right before the interesting story, right before that was, um, in the middle of all the writing and everything, Bobby announced to us that he was going to do a three-month tour with Sebastian Bach, hmm. and we were just like, oh, fuck, man, okay, well, that, there's no way we're going to finish the album in 2020. If he did that tour... Uh, there would be no way he would finish the drumming, right. writing his parts and everything so that we could record and have it done and out this year. Uh, you know, we were just, you know, every, we went through every emotion, every thought, like it's just, it's just wrong to not use Bobby. First of all, he's the sound, he's the drummer for the band, you know, to use somebody else, it just confuses people. And, and, and also it's just not right. It just didn't feel right to use someone else. So we were just going to postpone the album and just, you know, just, wait and jim and i would keep writing songs but then the covid thing hit and um i was talking to um jeff scott soto they were coming with sons of apollo to play in madrid and they were like two days away hmm. and uh i was you know we were just texting back and forth like dude can't wait it's gonna be awesome and and then again yeah, then two days before they were gonna be here he texted and said dude we're we're canceling we're going home. Like this COVID thing is crazy. We don't want to get you know they're closing borders. That's when they just started to close borders and things. <clears throat> and he's like, we don't want to get trapped in Europe. So you know, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then I just started going online and looking, and yeah, everything was closing up. And so I called Bobby, and I was like, dude, do you know 
Sons of Apollo canceled the European tour. They went back home. And I said, so it seems like every this is going to be the norm. They're going to cancel tours. And he's like, well, Sebastian's not going to cancel his tour. He's like, there's no way. He's like, like, <laughs> Everybody thought they had a choice back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I go, it's not up to Sebastian, dude. It's, it's up to the, the city, the country, the, the venue. It's like, it's completely out of musicians' hands. It's just, you know, and he's like, well, we'll see. And sure enough, a week or two later, he canceled his tour and Bobby was able to finish his part. So, yeah. That's, you know, it was a lot of bullshit to go through to have the album out in 2020. And, um, but I mean, we got through it. We ended up, you know, finishing the writing, getting the recording. Barisi's schedule worked out great for us. So, you know, now it's it's just a, a waiting game, you know, after the album comes out to see when the world opens up and we can go back on the road. Have you had uh, any any preliminary kind of discussions with, with, you know, booking agents and things like that? Because I, no. I see some tours pop up here and there and no one knows if yeah. they'll ever happen. Yeah, I see it too. I see a lot of things happening in the summer, in June and July, and little like tours happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I talked to Jim a couple of weeks ago and, jokingly just said so when are we going on the road he was like ha ah. you know, he's like dude he goes i haven't even talked to dan devita devita is our booking agent he right. goes i haven't even talked to dan since the last queen direct tour so pff, there you go you know that was uh, like okay well we'll just and he's you know we were just like we don't even know if he's in business anymore you know, who knows what's going on with yeah, those I mean, I, I, You know, when people that were rescheduling tours, I sort of understand pushing those back six months, eight months, ten months that, that people were doing. But if you're just booking one from scratch, it almost seems like let's just wait. It doesn't seem yeah. to make a lot of sense. No, and, and then also, you know, venues, everything's going to be inundated. Once the world does open up, the first people in line are the ones who had shows that had to cancel, that yeah. already had tours was booked so those guys so there's people that hold tickets um you know still for concerts we my my wife and i we have tickets to faith no more here in madrid and that got canceled so you know whenever they come back we'll go see them but you know those are going to be the first people in line yeah and then you have all the other people that you know it's just gonna be a mad scramble to get out and so yeah, we're just gonna, gonna you know <laughs> Yeah, just see what happens, man. And I'm, I'm imagining that people will be hungry to go to shows. Yeah. But uh, then and again, maybe some people are going to be afraid, and you know, like uh, you know, who knows how many people will actually show up? It's, there's so many questions, Roy. So many questions. I don't know. You know, it's just a f clusterfuck right now. It really yeah. is. But yeah. like you said, the good thing is there's going to be a shitload of music in 2021 man <laughs> there's yeah a yeah, lot this, of music this, there's a lot of stuff on the way and and uh i i actually thought sort of the schedule for this year was gonna wind down and then you announced your album which is like <laughs> you know okay there's still more yeah. there's still more on the way you know yeah yeah and people actually vastly like do you think it's a good idea to release the album now and it's like i don't think it's a bad idea you know, it's like, you know, people have nothing else to look forward to. At least give them some yeah, new music. Yeah, I think... Give them something, I you know? I think six months ago, that that was a different question. Well, maybe we should wait three months. You know, we'll, we'll delay the album three months. Yeah. But at this point, you don't know what the delay is going to be, right? So, may as well. And, yeah, uh, again, you know, we have nothing else. No one else has anything to look forward to, you know? So, just, yeah. just put some music out and uh, hopefully you know keep our name out there and we just we don't want to just disappear you know absolutely i mean look and sure. the album's great i've you know i've had a chance to check it out and no thank you as, as as good as anything you guys have done um 
you know that the first single scars was just really good this the production and the sound on this album is is incredible um i like it i think it's really cool yeah it's really punchy and and uh so i the the recording distance wise i mean you've been doing this now for a while has it gotten any easier more comfortable you know doing it this way is it you know is it still a challenge or how's it how's it work the writing part is is the same as it's always been. I mean, I mean, the last album we were together writing was uh, God Parallels, maybe. Wow. That's the last album we actually were together <laughs> writing. So yeah. A while back, yeah. So everything was done. You know, we, we I used to record on a four track cassette recorder. That's that was my that's before Pro Tools and before I only had Pro Tools at home. You know, it was like a mm-hmm. studio thing, I guess. And but uh, you know, now with computers and everything, everyone has everything. But it, that writing part is totally normal. That's just how we do it. But the recording for me is different. Those guys are fine recording at home, but I I usually record, you know, in a studio with somebody. You know, uh, I think the album before the darkness. I think I did was I did that was Jim. I did X at Jim's house. I did darkness in a different light at jim's house i did theories of flight at joey's house mm. and this last album you know and i like to have those guys around because i really trust their opinion and i i like to be produced in a studio i don't you know if it's my solo album then then, then let it let me go i'll do whatever i want you know and even those decisions decisions i second guess myself but with right. like fades, I need those guys around to go, you know, you know, and I know it seems so cliche uh, when I'm going to say this, but you know, it's when you have someone go, you know, the line was cool. The delivery was cool, but I think it needs more emotion or, you know, the last take was better. It, it was, you know, it just, it felt better. And that should actually make sense in the studio. You don't have like, like the movie La Bamba, you know, you see the guy, mm-hmm doing the line over and over and his brother's going, what the fuck, man? It's just, it sounds exactly the same, but it doesn't, you know, when you're in a studio, it's, you're under such a microscope that those little bitty things actually make a difference, you know? And sure. so this time was hard because I was by myself just with an engineer and, you know, sending things when I was done to Jim uh, and, and Joe Barisi. Um, so that was really, really um, tough for me. Just to be alone and uh but you know the demos were done so well we were, we were 98 percent sure of everything that was on the demo was going to be exactly the same so i had that to go off of but while i was in the studio barisi was actually mixing so i'd send him a song and they they would be mixing it as i'm starting another so that was pretty fucking you know that's different. stressful <laughs> it was really stressful man you know and i had two weeks in the studio and that was it and if I had screwed up, if I gotten sick or if I lost my voice, then Barisi's schedule would have been screwed. Everything would have been screwed. Right. So it was a lot of pressure, man, you know. And um, But in the end, it, it got done, you know. And at, at the time, it was like, how the fuck am I ever going to finish this? You know, like going to bed at night with just all these thoughts in your head, you know, melodies, maybe I should change this. Maybe should were, you, uh, were you changing uh, any lyrics and things as – stuff was going on in in the world was was that did that affect no. any direction no because actually there's the the song in the album the last song when jim and i that was really one of the last songs that we wrote 
or that he wrote that he sent to me to work on. And that originally started the lyrics were about, you know, confinement, uh, you know, empty streets. I think those lyrics are still in there, these empty streets or something. Um, and, and, then, and then we just kind of thought it's a little too cliche. I'm sure a lot of people are going to write about the same thing. We, did, we didn't want to jump on the right. bandwagon, so we ended up changing the lyrics to that. But no, the lyrics were just, they had to do with whatever they had to do with. We didn't want to be, you know, like the obvious subject <laughs> right. to write about. So, is the uh, is there any significance to the last song? Is that is that the last? Is that going to be the last song, or or uh, or just the last song on the album? Uh, you you probably have to ask Jim about that, but um, I, I don't want to say it's swan song, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, mean, I hate to say keep, outright. Things yeah, keep changing from year to year at this point, so it's hard. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it would be hard to no. know one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just more on about your vocals and stuff. I mean, your voice still sounds incredibly strong. I mean, seeing you on the Queensrÿche tour a couple uh, might, might have been a couple of years ago now. Um, yeah, it was was uh, tremendous. I mean, are you uh, still taking care of your voice the same way, or do you have to do things differently now um, no, than you did I'm twenty years saying. ago or whatever? Well, I, I I sing a lot more now. I mean, there were so many breaks a long time ago that I didn't work from home. I didn't work on other projects. I didn't, you know, I just didn't sing. I just did whatever I did. And then when we went on tour, then I would just, you know, go on the road without rehearsing and I'd lose my voice. It's just how it happened. But mm. <clears throat> lately now I, I rehearse three months before I know we're going to do a tour. I'll start rehearsing. Uh, two or three hours a day I go to a studio here in the city and and just sing live uh, and get my voice in shape and then you know working on the album every day I'm you know I, I just I have to constantly work my voice I don't want to get it uh, I don't want it to relax too much so I'm I'm pretty much singing almost every day now but um, you know the live thing is a lot different than you're really pushing yourself and punishing your voice yeah. but um, yeah I just you know just try to keep keep it in shape, sing as much as I can, annoy my wife as much <laughs> as I can. I guess. Do you see yourself uh, working on another solo record, maybe sooner than you had planned, if things you know continue going this way? Maybe if things stay the way they are, maybe. I mean, as it is now, again, like I said, I'm working on a couple of little things here and there. And, um, uh, there's another project I may start soon, so waiting to hear back. But um, yeah, I mean, in order to, you know, to to keep food on the table, I guess, yeah, I might have to uh, just do another solo album and just to keep busy as well. Again, I, yeah. I, I wish I could sit around and do nothing, but I, <clears throat> I just can't. I think I wouldn't be comfortable with that anyway. But um, yeah, possibly, possibly. Let's see if, if Inside Out wants to pick it up. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know how well the last solo album did. I really don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never asked for numbers. I don't know. That's so. funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, um, I just... that was a great record. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think uh, getting an, an, another record, I'm sure, would, would please people. But, it, but, listen, let's focus on this one, the, the, yeah. the Fate's Warning record yeah, yeah. for now. and. And uh, and hopefully that is something everybody can can check out. Um, long yeah. day, good night, out November sixth. There's there's also I should mention another long epic track, which you guys have always been known to to do one of those ten, eleven 
or mm-hmm. longer uh, kind of epics. Um, this one's called the, the Longest Shadow of the Day. It's really good. Like a lot of long instrumental parts in that one, which is killer uh, as well. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, is there... Pr- do you feel obligated to include one of those when you do a record or, or it, they just sort of happen just because that's what you guys might write? Um, I, I, that's probably a question that's better for Jim, but um, I would just say that I'm used to it now. I know, and especially in these last three albums, the last song usually is the long prog centerpiece, yeah. so to speak. Um, and this one was no different. And I, I think this, actually, the song itself is very different. The the way that it's structured. I mean, there's sort of like a jazz fusion part. There's the really heavy, heavy part, and there's the you know sort of fate warning part, I guess. But uh, again, I think it's probably a question better suited for Jim. Yeah. But uh, I think it's something that sort of our fans expect now, um, especially from the last two albums, to have that that one sort of prog centerpiece. Yeah. I think they used to have that uh, saying, you know, chicks dig the long ball, you know, for baseball or something. It's like <laughs> prog fans dig the, the long song, I guess maybe you could say. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, it's kind of prog. Right? <laughs> it's just kind of how it is. But yeah. It's, it's funny, man. I see a lot of, you know, there's a lot of prog, a lot, a lot of, I don't know, um, not journalists, but things, Twitter, Facebook, all, you know, prog this, prog that. And it's, it's like, we're all, it, we're just not we're like we're excluded from that for some reason i don't know why they call us prog metal but it seems like we're excluded from all these prog things now it's really weird to me i don't understand why but we're still known for a prog band I don't uh, know. you mean like uh like prog awards and and you know that kind of yeah stuff? all that shit yeah yeah that is that is weird i mean listen we've never we've always included you guys on all the that kind of uh the you know for the prog no, yeah i believe De- yeah, and definitely yeah, just, and rightfully so so you know i don't know but um maybe we're just not prog enough we're too commercial guess, <laughs> that's but, right too many hit no. singles and mm. uh yeah <laughs> um listen always, always oh, good chatting yeah. with you man and i hope uh i hope you guys get the tour man i, I love seeing you guys play live it's yeah. a tremendous live band and uh hopefully we can we can get another tour uh soon yeah one of these later. days man one of these days again as soon as we hear anything that that, then we'll announce something but for the moment it's just the album coming out and uh we'll see what happens from there (laughs) all right man well listen be well hope uh hope you uh you and your wife uh continue to do okay during this whole thing and um yeah try and talk soon man you too Roy. take care man i'll talk to you soon see ya take care bye Thanks to Ray for the interview. You can check out the brand new album from Fate's Warning, Long Day, Good Night, available now. We're going to close with the single Scars. For upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook, at The Prog Report on Twitter and Instagram. You can download the podcast on all our podcast networks or follow us on YouTube. Thanks.